Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. So a lot of happened, a lot has happened since last time. I am officially done with all of my exams for this semester. I haven't gotten the results back yet. I still haven't gotten my results back yet. I get um one result back tomorrow and the other one next week, I think. And you know, inshallah, inshallah, like please pray for me, like please, and everyone else, obviously, like inshallah, we all just get through our exams because no one wants to redo exams, like no one wants to do that. So inshallah, we all get through our exams because I know I'm not the only one. Like, I'm pretty sure that there is, there has been exam season all over the world, um, like this last month. So um, you know, inshallah, we all get through our exams. With that being said. I, I've got some news. Well, not news for you. Just really, just updating you. I'm traveling in two days. In two days, I'm so excited for it. But the thing is, I am really scared of flights. Like I have the biggest fear of flights, and I don't. I I do know when it started because I didn't always used to be like this. There was a time where I actually enjoyed flying. That stopped last year and I'm gonna go all I'm gonna tell you all about that I'm gonna tell you about my experience what happened how it happened and you know because of that one episode I haven't been able to travel alone ever since and I've been to like this summer I think I went to three countries with flights but I didn't travel alone because I can't travel alone that however has to change in two days because I'm going uh to the US. I'm traveling alone over there, but my sister lives there. So I'm going to visit her. With that being said, let's get into my fear of flights. So I just want to start this episode off with if you know me at all, you're probably most likely thinking, how is she afraid of flights? She take like she takes every opportunity possible. She advocates for flying, traveling and yet she's still afraid of flights. Yes, she, and somehow she still manages to actually get onto flights, even though she's scared of them. I know it does not up. I'm not telling you that it is because it's not, and I it's probably not even makes sense for you right now. But you have to think, and I'm such a big like a uh, promoter for this specific thing is that you can't live your life in fear. Like I know I'm super afraid of flights. But at the end of the day, nothing's in our hands, you know. And I think that's what kind of calls me calms me down a little bit. It's that you know everything is in the hand of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. So at the end of the day, like I am in His protection, inshallah, and, and everyone else. And as long as I, you know, it's usually also the reason why I am usually when I'm on flights. I kid you not. I kid you not. Like the one thing that calms me down. Is reciting ayat kursi or just generally just listening to the Quran while being on the flight because of how bad my fear flight is, um, and you know like I think because I've been talking about it about traveling so so soon, I think because of that my phone has kind of picked up that I am about to travel, and with that being said, my phone is like especially when i go onto tiktoks i just see videos of flights i just i think it was a week ago 
maybe two weeks where I saw a video of a girl that was on the plane and part of the plane fell off. Like those are the kind of videos that you see a week, two weeks before you book your before your flights take your flight takes off. And I don't like why <laughs> why would why in the world would would that be the video that gets shown to me, right? Like, why in the world is that with the one video that comes onto my view page, the one that I see, the one that makes me even more scared to get on the pl- on the flight? However, however, with that being said, I think it was two to three days ago. I saw some. I saw a video of this girl. I think her name is like Tabitha. Doesn't really matter. It's not really that important. Her name, anyways. Like I saw one of her videos, and she was on flights and she experienced a lot of turbulence, right? And then she wrote something about her being scared of turbulence, but it being okay because of the jelly theory. And you're probably thinking, what is the jelly theory? And I, because I was thinking the same thing. If you know what the jelly theory is, good for you. I did not know what the jelly theory was. So you best believe that I searched up the jelly theory and you know what, like that theory actually, like it makes sense. I'm going to try and explain it to you right now. So imagine, like imagine in your head that you have a cup of jelly or whatever. You just have like a cup, any sort of container with jelly in it. Imagine that you put like into that jelly, you put some sort of like, I don't know, piece of candy. It doesn't matter. Just any kind of thing that you could find, put that in the jelly, Right. The jelly is representing the air and the thing that you put into the jelly represents the airplane. What you have to think about is that from each side there is pressure. There's pressure from uh, above, pressure from under, pressure from each side, right? From left and right. And what you have to think about with this jelly theory is that if you push down from above, which is what turbulence is, that there is higher pressure from, I, I, I don't think it was like only from above, I think it was just like uh, one of the pressures is kind of like high or low or whatever, that won't make the plane like crash, that won't make the plane crash, because at the end of the day, there's still all of the other pressures holding the plane up, that's why turbulence, like it's really not that dangerous, it's just that you experience a lot of, like the plane is just gonna move a lot, and rock a lot from side to side but it doesn't matter because there's still pressure from each side so it being influenced by one pressure from one side is not gonna is not gonna result in the plane crashing and that's pretty much a jelly theory and you know it makes a lot of sense it makes a lot of sense and I think like because of it's January because I decided to go to the U.S. now right now in winter season there's i'm pretty much expecting some turbulence like inshallah there isn't any turbulence but i kid you not like when i tell you that i was clenched to my seat when it was summer there was no turbulence there was nothing it was just like an ordinary uh, an ordinary flight but the smallest movement of the plane from side to side made me so scared like when i tell you that that's how i am on a flight where there was no turbulence how do you think i'm gonna react in a flight that has like a lot of turbulence so inshallah there's no turbulence on my flight inshallah there's no turbulence because i don't know if i can handle that but at the end of the day i've got 
I'm also going to talk to you about what I do in those situations. So if I am on, let's say that I'm on the plane right now, right? The first thing, the first thing I do before I even enter the plane, before I, you know, enter the plane, enter the plane, I recite Ayatou Kursi. Like I could not express how important that I that Ayah is. Ayatou Kursi is really the way to go, right? Once I'm on the plane, you best believe I'm. I'm still. I'm still reciting Ayatou Kursi. I'm still reciting it. I'm reciting it when we're taking off, when we're landing. I'm reciting it whenever I can. And if I get too anxious and too scared to like think about anything else than the flight, like crashing, because honestly, those are the thoughts that, those are the intrusive thoughts that I get in my head. It's the flight crashing, and then I, I know the possibility of that happening, is, none too slim, like slim to none. I. I mean. But that, like, that does matter because I think it's the feeling of not being on the ground that scares me so much. And not only that, like, I experienced something that, oh, it's honestly, like, I'm traumatized for life. It's probably PTSD. Maybe. I don't know. So, you're probably thinking, what got you so scared of flying? And I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. You best believe you're going to hear the whole story. So... I think it was, I don't even, last year or the year before that, it doesn't matter. What matters is I was in Iraq, right? I was in Iraq, I was with my, I was with my mom, and, you know, me and my mom and my uh, cousin and my uh, aunt, we decided to go to Iran from Iraq. We took a flight. The flight over there, alhamdulillah, nothing Oh, sorry. Alhamdulillah, nothing bad happened. Nothing bad happened. It was like a smooth flight. We took off and we landed and it was it was all right, right? The flight back. Let me just tell you. The whole experience with the whole airline was a mess because we, like our flight got delayed for 17 hours. 17 hours. Can you believe that? Like we were in the airport and I, like we didn't even know what to do. Because we we got through security and then we got into our gate, and we just had to wait there. And I and like we ended up waiting for like seventeen hours. And there are people on the plane like uh, starting discussions with the airline itself, which makes sense because how can a flight be seventeen hours late? And I think it wasn't it wasn't our flight that there was something wrong with. It was another flight before our flight. So they decided to give our flight to the passengers of the previous flight. And so we didn't have any flights like to to travel with, right? So we had to wait for 17 hours at the airport. I think we even ended up sleeping on, you know, the airport seats because like what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to do? There's really limited options when it comes to airports, especially the one in Iran. There's like it's small it's not big, but it's not small. It's kind of like medium size, but there's really limited options in what to do once like you're in the gate. Um so, you know, flash forward, we got into the flight. So long. It was like a long wait, but we alhamdulillah, finally got into our flight. When I tell you, just by the looks of it, right? Just by the looks of it from outside, I looked at the flight and I was like, this is not going to be a good experience. It's not going to be 
like anything near near a good experience just by the look of the flight. It looked so it looked like a hand-me-down flight, if that's even possible. So already there, I was like pretty scared about that flight. But you know, like I don't I at that time I didn't have fright of flights. I didn't have that. So I just thought to myself, okay, whatever, like they're probably like they wouldn't fly this flight if it wasn't safe, right? That's what I tell myself. Like, that's what I like to gaslight myself with. Is that, oh, yeah, of course I'm not gonna, like, let passengers get onto, like, get on board onto a flight if they know that it's, that it's not safe for them. So I just thought, whatever, let's just, like, let's just go on it. And it was, keep in mind, this was only, like, a one-hour flight. Because, like, the two countries, they're right next to each other. So it was, like, a one-hour flight. It was not that long. When I tell you 15 minutes into our flight, if you take off, it was all right. 15 minutes into a flight, the flight kind of just, honestly, it felt like it just fell. Like, it felt like it just fell for a couple of seconds. And then it like, um, and then I guess the pilot corrected himself. And then we flew the right way. But when I tell you the whole plane, like the whole, every passenger on that plane got so scared i wasn't the only one because we all thought that the flight was gonna crash and we've heard stories like my aunt and my mom they've heard stories about like flights from iran crashing right so already there i was like okay you know that you know what this is it this is it like i'm not gonna i'm not gonna survive this flight and i was not the only one because there was a lot of people that were really scared a lot a lot were and then there were a couple of people that was they were like okay whatever like They've got it under control, the pilots. That happened. That happened. And I um, I was about to faint, I guess. There was even like a man in front of us, the one seated in front of us, that offered my mom some perfume to give me to like smell the perfume. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe that helps or not. I, I don't even know. Um, But it was, it was kind of sweet. Um, I looked to the side. My co- I'm, I'm sitting right like on my left. Sorry, on my right, my cousin is seated on my right, and my mom is seated on my left. And then my aunt is, like, seated on uh, the left of my mom, uh, of my mom's side. So, uh, when I tell you, I got so scared. And keep in mind, like, it was not just, I think I did say that this lasted for about a second, but it lasted, like, a long time, because I think the uh, feeling of the flight falling, it happened, like, two times. So, it's not just once, it was, like, two times. And when the pilot finally corrected himself, everyone, I think, uh, it was obviously like, not obviously, but it was a flight full with, I would say, primarily Muslims. So there was a man, like when we landed, like when he actually corrected himself, he was like, I think it was Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa Muhammad on the flight. And then everyone, like a choir, right? They were like, Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa Muhammad. Like, that's what it got to, you know? That's what it got to. It was not a pleasant flight. And I think because of that experience, my fear of flight has progressed a lot since then. I Ever since then, I haven't been able to take a flight alone. With that being said, that's going to change in like two days. I know I already said that, but like, um, that's going to change in two days. And this flight is a nine and a half hour flight. 
so you know inshallah like i'm i'm just like i'm just praying like inshallah i am able to fall asleep on the flight i think my strategy is not sleeping as much the day before so i can actually so i am actually tired enough to sleep on the plane because i don't want to stay awake for like i'm obviously not going to be able to sleep take it when it takes off and when it lands because i get too anxious to be able to think about sleep but i think at the end of the day i would really prefer it if i could just fall asleep even if it's just for like two hours three three hours at least i i've gotten some sleep right with that being said yesterday i was at work i work as a like i take blood samples that's like what i work as when I don't study so um I went to work yesterday I've got that I I went to work today as well and I'm gonna go to work tomorrow as well anyway with that being said like I went to work yesterday and there was a woman she came to me and we we started talking you know the usual small talk she was really nice she was really nice and she told me that she's gotten a like a blood cloth because of a long flight and then she uh, because of a long flight and then I told her about me having a flight in two days or like in three days at that time, I guess. And she was like, remember to wear compression socks and remember to walk on the flight because she got a blood cloth because of, you know, like because of a long, a long flight where she didn't like she didn't move. Maybe she like just went to the bathroom and stuff, but she didn't move on that flight and she didn't have compression socks. And she, then she warned me about that. So that's a new fear unlocked. That's a new fear unlocked. Believe it or not, like with me already being terrified of flights, that was a new fear unlocked. So now I actually have to get up and walk on the flight whilst it being in the air. And I can't like I'm clenched to my seat throughout a whole flight but I get it it's like nine and a half hours there that's a lot of time and I know a lot of blood if you sit down for that long it's gonna like it's gonna go down to your legs and then it's just gonna I don't know like build a blood cloth and then move up into your lungs or whatever it can move up to your lungs or whatever um so so it makes sense like I'm not I'm not new to this. It makes sense the blood cloth thing, and the sitting down for too long. Like it all makes sense. Even like if swelling, I I know all about that. With that being said, like so I have to remember to do a lot of stuff tomorrow because I haven't packed. I haven't packed. I haven't bought the compression socks that I told myself that I was gonna buy. I need to take some blood samples tomorrow. Like I have to have some blood samples taken tomorrow, which I have to remember. I have to sell some books tomorrow as well. Like, there's a lot of things. And then I'm going to brunch, I think, as well tomorrow. There's a lot of things that I have to do tomorrow, but it's it's all right. Like, I'm really excited for my flight. And, you, like, inshallah, it's a smooth flight. If there's a little bit of turbulence. I'm just going to, like, as I told you, the one thing that I do is recite to Kursi. It is listening to Quran. And, um... Yeah, I think those are the two primary things I do. Oh, and I also play Sudoku, believe it or not. Like, when I get too bored or whatever, I I take out Sudoku on my phone and then I just like to solve a puzzle or two. And I usually try to solve the hardest ones. So, 
it takes me longer to solve. I think like the hardest one probably takes me about 30 to 40 minutes to solve, which is great because if you do two puzzles um, in that timeline, like already there, you've kind of not wasted, but you've already, yeah, I guess you've kind of just like wasted um, one and a half hour on Sudoku solving, which is all right because it's a flight, right? And then my plan is... I really, really, like, inshallah, I'm able to actually sleep on that flight. I'm going to try to force myself not to sleep tomorrow. Like, I think that's one thing. I just want to tell you, like, with all of this said in this episode, I wanted to share my fear flights because maybe I'm not the only one. Like, most of the people that I've talked to that are actually all right with flights, it's like they actually like flying. I don't. I don't, and I'm just, I guess already there, you kind of feel like an outsider for not, like, for having that fear of flights, but I just want to tell you, if any one of you have the same, like, thoughts of me when it comes to flying, when it comes to fear of flights, I just want to tell you, like, you should not let that fear control your life, you should not let that fear dictate what you can and can't do, and, you know, at the end of the day, just put your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, you know, go flying, go traveling. It should not limit you. Like, I, I, I guess that's the whole point of this episode is that whatever your fear is, whether it being this or whether it being something else, your fear should not limit you to not do something just because of you being afraid of something happening. Like, that shouldn't be how you live your life. So... I guess my whole message with this episode is whatever your fear is, I want you to overcome that fear. And even though you can't overcome it, at least try to um, and force yourself to actually like face that fear because no, there's no way of getting over a fear of something if you don't face it. With that being said, like I have faced flying so many times ever since the whole episode in Iran. Um... And I'm still afraid, like, and I'm still afraid of flying. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna gaslight any of you. I'm still afraid of flying, but it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, whenever I do get to go to a destination, whenever I do get to travel, I love when I am at another country. I love when I am experiencing other cultures. I love everything that comes after flying. And if that means that I have to put myself through something that I hate just to get to something that I might actually like, I'm willing to take that chance and I'm and I am telling you to take that chance as well. With that being said, I think that's all I had to say for this episode. Thank you so much for listening and as always if if you've got any suggestions suggestions for future episodes, please let me know and I'll try and take them up to next time. Thank you. Bye.